Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on this Friday, the 14th of January, 2022. And wherever you are in the world, I trust you've had a phenomenal working week and looking forward to a restful weekend, hopefully filled with fun, frivolity, uh, re-energizing, getting ready to reload into next week and taking advantage of the opportunities, particularly as we're in the first month of the new calendar year. There is lots and lots of opportunities out there, and what better time than January to make a really big impression on your marketplace, and certainly a big impression on your team when it comes to your leadership. So as we wrap up the week this week, I wanted to reflect on a conversation that I've been having this week. Uh, I've only recorded two, well this is a bit of the second podcast this week, so I do apologize if uh, if you're used to the the, the five per week, I do apologize this week, been lots of workshops I've been running. Lots of conversations and uh, lots of interesting interactions with people. And I wanted to talk about a topic today, which is relation in relation to leadership, which is every single podcast. Hence, it wouldn't be called the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. But uh, in relation to emotional intelligence, now one of the things I do, as, as you know, I work a lot with leaders, and a lot of the work that I do is to help them increase their own level of awareness around. The examples that they're setting, the behaviors they're demonstrating, and also the impact of the words that they're saying. So building some emotional intelligence competencies around their leadership. Now, as leaders, if you've been in a leadership role for quite a while, or if you're relatively new to a leadership role, or in fact, if you're not yet a leader but have aspirations to become a leader, one thing we need to all understand, and that is that leaders, we have a huge amount of responsibility and accountability. And sometimes it can feel as if the world is closing in. And for many leaders, certainly the ones I've been talking with this week, they've got a heap of stuff on their plate and they're often finding they're juggling tasks, projects, challenges, people being uh, isolating for COVID, uh, teams not wanting to come back from, from their Christmas break because of all these fears around COVID and Omicron and all the stuff that's happening around the world. They're also trying to manage the expectations in some, some cases, try to uh, recalibrate the expectations of senior leaders because at the end of the day, Teams and uh, senior leaders are expecting results, and at this time of the year, they're expecting results quickly. So for many leaders, it can be a very overwhelming and challenging time. And a number of conversations I've had in the last week in particular has brought this to the surface. And I'm not going to talk today in relation to results and generating results. What I am going to talk about today is elements of emotional intelligence, and particularly building some awareness or increasing, hopefully, your awareness around you being Watched because here's the thing: your people are watching. Now, if you have been an avid follower of the podcast and you've listened to me for a number of episodes, you would hear me every now and then talk about the fact that your team is watching your every move. They are watching you like a hawk. They're also listening to everything that you're saying because often when we say something, it doesn't necessarily penetrate the cranium of our team on the first go, and it needs to be repeated over and over and over again. So often, our team are watching us and listening to us, and they're determining, is my leader's message consistent? And are the actions and behaviors my leader is taking, are they consistent with the message that they're speaking? Now, the other thing we need to be conscious of is they're also watching what we are not doing 
and also listening for what we are not saying. Now, remember, there's three key questions that every single person is asking about their leader, some of which they don't know they're asking this consciously, but most people ask this in an unconscious way, so they don't even know they're asking these questions. The first question I ask is, hmm, does my leader care about me? Does my leader genuinely care about me? Or do they pay me attention because they wanna get something from me? So there's a genuine care that exists between great leaders and their teams, and it is not fabricated. So the first question is, does this leader care about me? The second question is, can my leader help me? Are they in a position to help me develop my skill set, my capabilities, and extract maximum potential out of me by the environment they create? So it starts with, do they care about me? And the second thing is, can they help me? And the third key question, which is pivotal to great leadership, is can I trust my leader? Now, that is a question that is often uh, glossed over because many leaders, unfortunately, believe that when they get the position of leader, manager, whatever the case might be, they believe, wrongly, that the trust comes automatically with the title. And as we know, as servant leaders, it doesn't automatically transpire that once you get into a leadership position, that is when the work actually starts. As Danny, my very first general manager, when I made the leap from individual contributor to sales manager said on my very first day, he said, welcome to the bottom rung of the ladder. So as leaders, we need to earn the trust, earn the right to lead the team and therefore earn the trust of the team. It doesn't come automatically. And this is the key thing around leadership and the key message out of today is we need to be mindful that our team and our people are watching our every move. So your team, your people are watching you. And here's the thing, team. We can be so focused on solutions that we forget the impressions that we create in the eyes of other people, whether it be our team, whether it be our key stakeholders, whether it be our peers, and also whether it be our customers as well. Because all of that, all the impressions we're creating goes to having an impact on our brand. And one of the conversations I had in the last week was around a leader who is relatively senior within their organization, but is suffering from a little bit of a lack of emotional intelligence. Let's just call it nicely there. They're lacking a bit of EQ because whilst they talk about the environment of feedback and whilst they believe they're giving feedback, the, uh, the feedback mechanism coming back to them is not necessarily receptive or they think they're being receptive, but their consistency is anything but. And I was having a conversation with a senior leader who was talking through this particular challenge and they didn't necessarily give me full details of the individual. So we'll keep the names and the organizations out of it. But suffice to say, the key message based on a conversation was, I've got a person who is running a fairly successful team uh, with some big challenges this year to really ramp up performance and take the business to a, an upper echelon of their performance level. So there's a bit of, a bit of an upward growth curve that's expected. And for all intents and purposes, this leader is fairly well respected within the organization, but he has some significant blind spots. Now, when you talk to him, he will say all the right things, will create all the, at least on the surface, all the right impressions. But if you watch him, and, if, and this is the thing, if you followed him around and you would see behaviors and conversations that he's having, there's a lot of inconsistency that sits within those conversations and those actions. And unfortunately, the fact that people are watching is now starting to play out because he's starting to see a diminishment or a reduction in the level of credibility that he has. And there are some people within his team who are starting to question whether they can actually trust him. So there's a, a big blind spot that we need to help this person uh, uncover, shine a bit of a light on it, and hopefully in the process, increase their level of self-awareness so that they can therefore change their behavior to re-instill some of the levels of trust that has been lost particularly over the last six months through this person's behavior. So 
So we're going to do some work with him over the next three months or so to help him do just that. And the positive thing is there's a level of awareness at least to the point where he wants to learn. He's receptive at least to perhaps some feedback that perhaps is a bit difficult to accept, at least on face value. But again, when we create environments like we talked about in the previous podcast, if we can create environments where the leaders become feedback machines, then we create an environment where where feedback is not just expected, it is demanded. And therefore, it is a little bit easier to be accepted, certainly by a leader who perhaps has some challenges around emotional intelligence. So how does this relate to you? Listening right now, you might be sitting there thinking, well, my team's had a fast start. I'm doing great guns. I've got a great environment. I've got feedback coming left, right, and center. I'm very emotionally intelligent, and I know exactly what's going on. I have my finger on the pulse. And if that's the case, congratulations. But I guarantee you, even with that, there are things that are going to be unfamiliar. There are some areas that you perhaps are not as good as perhaps you perceive yourself to be based on observation of other people. And as we know, exceptional performers always have another level of performance to get to. So as leaders, and certainly as exceptional leaders, we know that we're always looking to improve. We're looking at how we can get better today than we were yesterday, but getting even better tomorrow than we were today. So from a perspective of understanding that your people are watching, some things to think about to, and and it might be a bit of a refresher in terms of building and rebuilding and bringing to your, I guess, conscious awareness some key elements that you can continue to work on and maybe even extract some even more potential out of those key components. So some things to consider. First one is, are you consistent? Now, this is, a, and I've talked a lot about this over the last two years on the podcast and probably the previous five or six years since I've been working a lot with sales leaders and their teams. And yes, consistency, when you hear that word, it's not very charismatic. It's not really a sexy word, but consistency compounds. So when I say consistency, are you consistent with everything you do? Are you consistent with your language? Are you consistent with the impressions you're creating? Are you consistent with the time you're spending and the presence you're giving to your team when you need to give it to them? So if you get the feedback from your team or from anybody and the worst type of feedback you get is that at least you are consistent, then I'd be taking that to the bank because that is actually the foundation of excellence. Now, when you think about this, if your people are watching you, then it stands to reason you've got to be consistent because you don't know who's watching and you don't know when they're watching. So be really clear on what you stand for and be very clear on making sure that you are consistent in everything you do. The next thing you've got to think about is what is my intention? Now, what is my intention for the start of the day? What is my intention for the conversation I'm about to have? What is my intention for this feedback conversation? What is this What is the intention for this sales meeting? What is the intention for the sales team for this entire month, quarter, or year? What is my intention? Because that intention needs to be crystal clear because your behaviors will come from your intention. And sometimes the behaviors will be automatic based on the intention that you set. The worst thing we can possibly do as a leader is go through being a wandering generality where we don't have specific intentions on why we are existing, why we're doing what we're doing, and therefore having some inconsistency with the action that we're taking. So be really, really clear on what your intention is because when your people are watching, they'll be making a judgment call based on, hmm, what is this person's intention and are their actions consistent with that intention? The next thing to think about and be aware of is your emotions. Are you aware of your emotions in various situations? Now, this points directly to the self-awareness component of 
emotional intelligence. Now, we know that emotions can be fleeting. Emotions can come and go. And sometimes you know this, that you'll wake up one day and you won't feel it. You wake up the next day and nothing has fundamentally changed other than you feel as if you're going to be on top of the world and everything you touch is going to turn to gold. And chances are that's exactly what is going to happen. So if I can build some awareness around this and start to label and start to recognize and start to identify what my emotions are in various different situations, then I can start to regulate what those emotions are going to be in those particular situations. Because if it's then linked to what my intention is, and if my intention is clear, and if my intention is consistent, guess what? I'm going to be in a much better position to be able to regulate my emotions based on the situation I find myself in so that I can deliver on my intention and therefore deliver a consistent outcome. Now, the other thing to be aware of is can I adjust and can you adjust your style based on the situation you find yourself in? Now, this is really, really key because this is playing directly to the social awareness and being able to read the play and being able to adapt your style based on what you see in front of you. So can you adjust your communication style? Do you know when to shut up? versus when to dip in and say what you need to say. Are you good at asking questions and what specific type of questions should you be asking based on the situation that you find yourself in? Here's the thing, the great exceptional leaders and certainly exceptional sales leaders have this amazing ability to be like a chameleon where they can change their colors, and I say this respectfully, based on the situation that they find themselves in and be confident that they can hold their own in that situation. Now, this is not faking it until you make it. This is about reading the play and can you read the play? Can you read what's going on in a situation and therefore adapt to that situation and be consistent with your message, which is then linked back to your intention? Because remember, your people are watching. And the final thing to think about as we wrap up this particular episode today is, I think I've sort of mentioned this today through a bit of a theme that we've got running, is that is, is there a gap between what you prophesize, what you believe, and therefore what you demonstrate. And this comes back to the impressions that we are creating. Because remember, those three key questions that people are asking. Question number one, do you care about me? Question number two, can you help me? And question number three, can I trust you? This particular key question number three, can I trust you, is pretty much based on, is there a gap between what my leader prophesizes or talks about and the behavior that they demonstrate? If there is little or zero gap, then guess what? Chances are, you're gonna be in a much better position to have your team trusting you implicitly, which therefore increases your ability to influence them. And certainly if you've got the intentions in the right areas, it will help maximize and extract the maximum potential out of their capabilities. And with that, what will happen? Results will start to flow. So remember this, your team, your people are always watching. So be very, very clear on what you stand for, be very, very clear on what your intentions are and build consistency around that because if you can do that you're well on your way to being an exceptional sales leader and with that said thank you for plugging into this particular episode as a key reminder if you are committed and looking to take your leadership to the exceptional level love the opportunity to work with you over the next 90 days or so and help you do just that extracting not only maximum leadership potential out of yourself but setting a team up for sustainable and replicable results as well so to jump on my calendar simply go to leadwithdarren.com Pick a time that suits, we'll jump on Zoom, have a conversation about what that plan, what that program may look like for you, and we can get working together as early as next week to get you well on your way to being that exceptional sales leader. So with that, have a phenomenal weekend and look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best.
thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.